Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in John chapter 5, verses 19 through 29. That comes after our previous text where Jesus healed an invalid man by the pool of Bethesda. And he did this on the Sabbath, thus infuriating the Jewish leaders. And at the end of that text, Jesus made a claim that he was equal to God. This made them even more mad. And instead of backing off that statement to appease his critics, Jesus doubles and triples down and today's text. This is an incredible stuff that's going to give us some insight, not only into Jesus' demeanor in the face of his critics, but also some great insight into our understanding of the Trinity, the roles of the Father and the Son. Let's jump into verse 19. So Jesus said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of his own accord, but only what he sees his Father doing. For whatever the Father does, that the Son does likewise. For the Father loves the Son and shows him all that he himself is doing. That last sentence, is an interesting sentence. So far we see that Jesus and his father have a very, very close relationship. And you can imagine the Jewish leaders having heard this, being both perplexed and mad, had to have been wondering, so how does this guy Jesus, who grew up in Nazareth, who seems to be a pretty normal human being, the miracles and the crowds notwithstanding, how does he have this special access to the father? And in this last sentence in verse 20, he says that the father shows the son all that he himself is doing. It almost seems to suggest that Jesus Jesus has this ability to perceive human as he is in a supernatural way all of the purposes of God in the things that are unfolding on earth in real time. Jesus goes on, and greater works than these will he show him so that you may marvel. I think Jesus is saying we just saw an invalid man be healed on the Sabbath. You're going to see far greater works than these, and those far greater works are going to cause you to marvel as my Father shows them to me and as I carry them out in front of you. Verse 21, for as the father raises the dead and gives them life, so also the son gives life to whom he will. So in other words, it's going to go way beyond healing an invalid man. You're going to see the dead raised. Verse 22, the father judges no one and has given all judgment to the son, that all may honor the son just as they honor the father. Whoever does not honor the son does not honor the father who sent him. One of the notes that I read pointed out that this is a particular indictment against religions like Islam or Judaism, who merely see Jesus as a good prophet, but not as one who should be honored and worshipped in a way that is equal to the Father. Verse 24, Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but has passed from death to life. The present tense nature of that sentence is very significant. Many times when we hear about eternal life, we think about something that starts after we die. But the Bible teaches that as soon as a person puts their faith in Christ, they are in part experiencing eternal life from that moment forward. If you believe in Jesus, receive him. Believe in the God who sent him. From that moment forward, you have eternal life. Verse 25, truly, truly, I say to you, an hour is coming and is now here when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. In this verse, Jesus isn't referring to physical death and physical life. He's referring to spiritual death and spiritual life. When those who are spiritually dead, that is everybody who's ever been born except for Jesus, when the spiritually dead hear the voice 
voice of the Son of God. Those who hear, meaning those who believe and receive and submit to the truth that he is saying, they will live. They'll spiritually live. Their sin will be forgiven. They'll be given the righteousness that Christ lived. The penalty for their sin will be marked paid because of what he did on the cross. And the people who were spiritually dead, who believe in Christ, will live. Verse 26, For as the Father has life in him, so he has granted the Son to have life in himself. And he has given the Son authority to execute judgment because he is the Son of Man. This is also very interesting that John refers to Jesus as the Son of Man here because he's been using a lot of this text to draw the parallel between Jesus and God to make it clear that Jesus and God are equal. Jesus is God and should be worshipped as God. But he also makes a point to teach that Jesus is the Son of Man. So Jesus is fully God and he's also a human. And this God-man has been given authority by the Father to execute judgment over people. Verse 28, do not marvel at this, for an hour is coming when all who are in the tombs will hear his voice and come out. This is obviously referring to a physical resurrection. And the passage finishes this way regarding those who come out of the tombs, those who have done good to the resurrection of life, and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment. So the day is coming when the dead will rise and they will face judgment. And the ones who have done good will be resurrected to new life in the new heavens and the new earth. And those who have not done good will be resurrected to a judgment in hell. Now, got to be careful with this. This could be misleading. Somebody might read this and think, my goodness, it sounds like we're going to be put in heaven or in hell based on the good things that we've done on this earth. This sounds like a works-based theology that Jesus is promoting, but that's not true. We got to use all of scripture to help us interpret scripture. And what all of scripture makes very, very clear is that we're saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. And anybody who has received Jesus Christ, who has put their faith and their trust in Jesus Christ, that is how they will be part of the resurrection to a new life. And those who have not received and believed in Jesus Christ, that's how they are part of the resurrection that will lead to judgment. The good works that are referred to here, as we've talked about in previous texts, even in the book of John, the good works are fruits of true faith, meaning that everybody who has true faith will have done good works because God grants the Holy Spirit to believers and causes them to do good works that are pleasing to God. On the other hand, those who don't put their faith in Christ will not be filled with the Holy Spirit and they will not produce good works that are pleasing to God. They might do things that from a human standpoint look like good works, but they won't be the Holy Spirit wrought good works that are only possible for those who have faith in Christ to accomplish. My goodness, this text is rich and it's full of great doctrine and great truth. I'm glad you joined us today and there's more from where this came from. So come back again. Thanks for tuning in and have a great day. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts, or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, airing on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.